Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Dr. Maghetti, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Nikki. Thank you so much for having us and good afternoon to your listeners too. Well, it's wonderful to have you on the show. I mean, I know that um, Sports Medicine Africa, you're a group of doctors that do incredible thing in the sports arena. I know that you helped um, a yes. couple of your doctors helped the Springbok national team. I know Kaiser Chiefs. And now, as I said, I'm very excited about the women's national Springbok rugby team also falling under your umbrella. Um, but Dr. Maghetti, before we talk about that, perhaps you can just tell us a little bit about Sports Medicine Africa. Thank you. Um, Sports Medicine Africa is an entity of four uh, co-directors. We founded in 2016, but we started working in 2018. It took us about two years to um, refine our vision. Um, we have several branches uh, across the country, one in Limpopo, one in the East Rand, and one here in the West Rand in Renbeck. We, yeah, our primary aim really is to work with not just elite athletes, but your everyday person who has uh, injury concerns relating to exercise or partaking in sports. Um, all of us have a lot of experience with both elite and non-elite uh, athlete spaces. As you mentioned, I am taking care of the women's Springbok team. Uh, Dr. Jerome Mampani is taking care of the male Springbok team. He's currently in Australia with them. And then Dr. Tulani Nguenya is the chief medical officer of SAFA. So he's taking care of all the uh, soccer or football teams in the country. And then lastly, Dr. Crosby Molongwa. He is with SASCOC. He also does work with uh, SAFA. In fact, Dr. Crosby just came back from the Olympics with the South African team, um, he was one of six doctors from this country who traveled with the team. So in a nutshell, that's who we are, and uh, that's generally our passion. Wow, what what a fantastic job, if I may say, um, to be working with people who are fit, who are trying to be fit, who are at the top of their game. Um, and yes. yeah, so exciting and traveling the world. It, it must really be incredible. So, so Dr. Maghetti, I'm working with the Women's National Springbok Rugby Team. Um, so is, is it different working with, you know, the men's rugby team as opposed to working with the women's rugby team? Or, or how does that work? Yeah, there are differences. I, I think I'll speak from a medical approach point of view. Uh, obviously, there are physiological differences between males and females that we know about. And uh, what Dr. Jerome has to consider, um, I don't necessarily have to consider and vice versa. So, for example, with females, and I use this as a common example, you have your monthly cycle. Now, the question is, how does that monthly cycle impact your uh, performance as an athlete. And if indeed it does impact your performance as an athlete, then as a physician, what can I do to either mitigate or at least assist you in improving your, your performance? So definitely there are differences. And um, for me, I am particularly passionate about women in sports. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I just take it. It's God's goodness that I am taking care of them right now. That's amazing. So how yeah. does one, how does one get, uh, work with a team? Um, you've got people from all walks of life. They've got different backgrounds. And I say that because, you know, fa- your foundation is very important. I remember, um, uh, Sio Khaleesi being interviewed. Um, and it was so yeah. interesting when he shared his story of his life growing up in absolute poverty, not having access to the nutrients and, you know, how, mm. how hard he had to work, um, yeah. at, at getting, um, fit and strong and getting the right nutrients. As a doctor, um, do you find that challenging different people coming with, as I said, different backgrounds, different injuries? How, how yeah. do you get everyone on, on a level footing? Yeah, um, that's a very nice question because in fact, where I am right now, that's generally the main challenge. Uh, since sport uh, and particularly rugby is still in the developmental stages amongst females, you do find that from a socioeconomic point of view, not all of them have resources, particularly dietary uh, advice and access to the right nutrition. So you do find that many of them, let me not say many, but a significant number of them will have that type of challenge. And as a team, we have had to find ways to assist them in uh, taking the right nutrition, ensuring that they understand the effects of what they are taking, what to take, what not to take, how much to take, etc. And so um, from a performance point of view, those are some of the things that have been a challenge because then, um, you know, some players perhaps are more prone to certain injuries. Yeah. Basically because they, you know, they don't have the right nutrition and uh, their development has not been ideal. Uh, so what we have tried to do as a team and uh, what we also try to do as sports medicine in Africa is to kind of have a multidisciplinary approach towards um, managing the entire team, but also the individuals in the team. So you'll have a dietitian, you'll have myself, you'll have a physiotherapist, a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we also even have a, um, a sports psychologist. And then we all sit around, we'll discuss a certain player and then see how we approach our intervention uh, based on what we have found. And uh, do you have a particular group that you work with per team? So, for example, the, the team that are overseas right now, they've got their own team. You've got your own. The different football teams have got their own. Yes. So as Postmates wow. in Africa, we also do have our own team. But um, I'm not sure whether you are referring to the Springbok uh, women's team. They, we also have a management team. With some of those, yeah, with some of those people uh, taking their respective responsibilities. For so many reasons, you know, I love the competition. I love what I love the most is seeing people who are really at the top of their game and who master themselves, their minds and their bodies. So um, I'm finding this uh, this uh, very, this topic very interesting because Dr. Moshe Magetti is a co-director at Sports Medicine Africa. So this is a group of doctors who've come together um, and they work with various um, sports teams. Um, a lot of the national teams, they travel, they, they get all the um, sportsmen and women 
um, fighting fit both physically and mentally. Um, and um, Dr. Maghetti, just before we were we were chatting about you know working specifically with a women's team, but also this multidisciplinary approach that you've got all these experts who come together. So I, yeah. I'd love to because I'm fascinated when it comes to the, the mind, um, Dr. Maghetti. It, would you say just from your point of view and working with athletes and or sportsmen and what would you say the ratio is between fit body and fit mind in order to be a successful sports person? Well, that's a very nice question. By ratio, I'm not sure whether you're looking at percentages or you want to know the percentages, but one of the the reasons why we got somebody to work with the ladies, a performance coach slash sports psychologist, was because we found that for a significant number of them, because of the backgrounds they came from, because of the challenges they came from, the socioeconomic challenges as, as one example, mentally, there was a difference uh, we saw if they were in the right mental space when they were training and when they were competing. And so the ability to then uh, process what you are experiencing as an individual, have an understanding of it, and be able to then take the right conclusions is very important. It also relates to uh, succumbing to injuries. If mentally you are not in the right space, you will be more prone to succumbing to an injury. Sometimes mm-hmm. even severe injuries that can take you out for for a long time, and it's a proven science. And so um, I, I cannot per se give you percentages, but the mental health of an athlete plays a huge role in how they perform both in training and during competition. I remember many years ago, um, I had the opportunity to interview Professor Tim Noakes. Um, and oh. he also worked with, you know, top athletes. And he said to me that his, with his findings and also, I mean, to ask for the ratio of percentages isn't fair, but he said that from his experience, he said it had so much to do with whether the person or the team felt that they could win. If they went in, so I think he was working with oh. the rowing team and he said, if they went in knowing they were going to win, he, their, their performance was on another level. Um, mm. and yeah, and I, I, I find it so interesting that, you know, again, more and more sports psychologists are, are coming on board because it's one thing to be physically fit, but if you're not mentally fit, that's, that's, you know, just like the physical fitness can go up and down because of, of injuries and whatnot and, and fatigue. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the mental fitness is so important. Mm, 100%. So, so in terms of the National Springbok rugby team, how, how are they? I mean, would you say that uh, it's a growing team? Would you say that they're still building it? Or would you say that they're going to start to produce some, some great performances soon? From, you know, I mean, you're not the coach, um, but you're working closely with them. What do you have to say about the team? I'm a big fan of the team and <laughs> I, I'm generally <laughs> an optimistic person. From where we come from, um, and I think it's the first time that the team competed at international level. I stand to be corrected, but I think it was around 2010. Um, to where we are now, there has been a, a huge progress, huge, huge progress. Uh, we are going to the World Cup next year. We'll be competing. In fact, it should have been this year, but because of the coronavirus and, you know, the global impact, it has been postponed to 
October 2022. So we have qualified for it. We will be playing a couple of matches. Um, I think about nine, ten matches before we, we, we go. Um, just now in November, we will be doing a European tour to test ourselves against some of the top nations. We are working hard. Um, from what I see, there's great, great, great improvement and, uh, we may spring a surprise or two. Well, we'll be, we'll be watching closely, doctor. October 2022, we'll be supporting South Africa in the World Cup and, and, uh, hopefully there'll be a lot of success in Europe as well and building and building. But it's, it's been so interesting having you on the show. Thank you so much. As I said, I think you have a dream job. It's my projection onto you. How wonderful, <laughs> um, to be working, as I said, with people at the top of their game and uh, just, we wish you lots of success. We want to cheer you on. Lots of success. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for coming on to the show. Thank you very much. Dr. Moshe Magetti, um, co-director at Sports Medicine Africa um, and the official physician for the Women's National Springbok Rugby Team.